welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. We publish these stories on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through print publications such as the State Journal and the Exponent Telegram. We reach thousands and thousands of listeners on the podcast and readers with our news partner websites throughout West Virginia, including WVNews.com. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our audience with these inspirational business stories. This week, we're going to learn about Heather Seifert and her companies located in Westover, West Virginia. Heather, are you ready to get down to business? Let's get to work. All right, Heather, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast to talk about your company today. Heather Seifert is the managing director of four companies that she and her husband own based in Westover, West Virginia. Those companies include Precision Tool, Performance Hydraulics, Progressive Industries, and Phoenix Truck. A little bit about Heather. She grew up in a family that knows both the joys and the challenges of a family-owned enterprise. After earning her BS degree in journalism at West Virginia University, Heather joined her husband's family-owned business, Progressive Industries, and has become an integral part of the tradition of that family business. She and her husband expanded by adding Precision Tool, Phoenix Trucking, and Performance Hydraulics. She started out handling paperwork for the companies and later moved into sales, which prepared her well for the current role in overseeing all aspects of of those uh, companies we just mentioned. Heather ensures that the companies produce the highest quality in manufacturing and machining services while also leading the way in rapid prototyping, short run, and high volume machining projects. In all that she does, Heather strives to be a great employer that produces quality products at a fair price. Heather is also a board member of the West Virginia Manufacturing Extension Partnership. She and her husband, Greg, have three children and live in Morgantown. Heather, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. So, um, so my husband, Greg's grandfather, was the entrepreneur of all entrepreneurs, Charles Seifert. Yeah. And he um, actually owned coal mines, and um, they needed a way to rebuild the coal mine equipment. So we think, Greg and I think, that he was probably one of the first companies probably in the United States to have a remanufacturing of coal mining equipment. Mm, no um, other than other than joint manufacturing, um, the actual manufacturer of the actual mining equipment yeah. um, that is now called Komatsu. Um, so uh, Greg grew up going to the business. Uh, later in life, he drove his grandfather every day to the business. Wow. Um, he still came um, even in, in older age. And all the Cyphers have five kids except Greg and I. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the grandfather had five children who all owned and worked in the business. And um, then um, Greg's dad purchased the business from his brothers. And then Greg and I purchased the business from his father. Awesome. Um, 
And we actually purchased the business um, right as the market um, took a dive. Um, the, the coal coal industry just tanked out. So yeah. um, we had to diversify. We went from 40 employees to six. Wow. And um, we tried to diversify during that time period and, and get government help and, and grant help and help from anybody that would give it to us. So um, before kind of this all happened, we, um, there was a former employee that worked for us that owned Precision Tool. It was a CNC machine shop. And yeah. he um, knew us and he couldn't find anyone to buy his – he wanted to retire and he couldn't find anyone to buy it. So Greg and I decided that we would buy the machine shop to kind of complement Progressive. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then in the meantime, a Parker Hydraulics representative came to us and said, we'd like you to be our Parker um, dealer in Morgantown. So mm-hmm. – we took that on as performance hydraulics. And then um, finally this year, um, businesses, you know, improved, not 100%, but businesses improved somewhat. And so we thought what more appropriate to name a company um, Phoenix uh, Trucking. Yeah, um, exactly. So we, we named our company Phoenix Trucking and, and we started hauling for um, Greer, who has also been very, very good to us. So um, that's kind of a little um, rundown on, on what we do and 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 where we came from, I guess. Absolutely, Heather. How did you? I mean, obviously, this is a family business. How did you get started? Was it right after school? Did you get jump right in, or how did that how did that go down? So, okay. So, um, my husband has worked there since he was in his early twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Greg and I got married in two thousand and eight, and I um, played the stay at home mom role, and um, I I. I just couldn't do it anymore. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't be, um, I couldn't do the stay at home mom thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, I said, I, I gotta come to work. So I started doing just like a little bit of paperwork here and there. And then, um, as the days went on, I said, we don't have a good salesperson. Um, you know, I, my background is in sales. Let me go out and, and sell. So I just would just drive anywhere and ask anybody for business. And, um, so kind of did that, and, and then I got involved in more day-to-day operations, and um, just it just kind of took off from there. I kind of I pushed myself on them. <laughs> yeah, you're, and now you're all in. Now I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> so, so is the parent company then Progressive Industries? Is that basically how actually, it's structured? So actually, no. Um, we were we probably should have. Looking back, we probably should have just made it the parent company. Mm-hmm. I think it's less expensive with insurance and things like that if you just have one company yeah. that has sub-companies. But we orig- we set everything up as separate companies. Yeah. So that means separate accounting, separate QuickBooks. Uh, it, it's a lot of extra paperwork, I think. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot to yeah. – it seems like it would be a lot to uh, to manage, and it sounds like you're doing an awesome job with that. So I don't know. I, I was in so so you have a, you have a background in selling for for the family business what would you say is your 30 second elevator pitch for overall what do you guys do so overall um i would say that we are really good at at rebuilding underground coal mine equipment i mean that that is our bread and butter yeah we, there isn't a machine that we haven't seen. We actually rebuilt. We were the first non-OEM 
um, rebuilder of a joy um, shear. So that was that. That's a really big deal, and um, and and so we're good at that. We know what we're doing. Um, and I would say that there isn't a fabricating job that we can't do. And um, mm-hmm. my guys are very skilled, and and they're really good. They're really good. Awesome. Yeah, that that's my pitch. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Well, what um, Heather, if you could say like, what's what's the one thing you're most excited about for the four companies right now? What what what's the thing that you're just like, I can't. This is awesome. So I would say the thing that I'm most excited about is is the fact that we went from 40 employees to six employees and mm-hmm. um and now we're back at 23. Um mm. I would also say so that was for progressive precision um you know not being from I don't know I mean I can't hurt I I can't do math. You know what I mean? So that's like <laughs> the joke. It's like you know I, I work for an you know math and accuracy are all we do, you know? Yeah. And so I, um, was integral in, in, in getting, um, the company ISO certified precision tool, which is, which is a really big deal. And, sure and is. that was yeah. really a proud moment for me and a proud moment for the company and, um, the employees there They they work so hard and they are so good at what they do. And, um, without them, we could never have, of, you know, gotten that status. So yeah. that yeah. was, I'm really excited about that. Excellent. And I'm also really excited about, um, we, I am, this is kind of off with the companies, but kind of with the companies. Um, I am joining, um, I'm kind of helping out with the West Virginia Manufacturers Association. Yeah. We are, um, they're starting an, an education fund where they do academies and they're trying to get into schools, um, in junior high and talk to kids about manufacturing and how, manufacturing jobs and these trades that no one ever, that no one's doing anymore, being a machinist, being a fabricator, that these trades are, um, mm. yep. they're good paying jobs. Absolutely. Good paying jobs for, for the last 20 years, parents have preached, you have to go to college. Mm. And then we graduate with these degrees that don't pay well and we can't find jobs, you know, mm-hmm. and, and these jobs are actually really good jobs. Yep. They pay very Indeed. well. And, and so we have to change the culture of that. We have to change the thinking of children and their parents, that these are good jobs. It's essential, really, for the state of West Virginia. We've got to, you know, rethink, you know, you know the, the entire way that we're, you know, bringing these, these kids through the education system. And I love that, what you're talking about. Now, is this something that's brand new, yeah. that you're, it's on the horizon, or is it actually in, in play right now? It's, it's in place right now. Um, we're working on a, a, a lot of projects. Um, yeah. Maybe you would even want to help, but we're, we're really trying to get um, the, the, like I said, it's a culture, you know, even when I was in high school, people who went to tech school, it was kind of a, it was a very negative thing that other kids, you know, would do to other kids, which was awful. And so we have to really change that um, social media and advertising mm-hmm. and the look of that tech school is super cool and, and you can make a lot of money doing these things as opposed to maybe just getting a four year general arts and sciences degree. Yes. You know? I so, love that. Um, yep. Yeah. So I, I, I'm really excited about it and I'm really excited that we're going to get into the schools and start talking to them about um, what manufacturing is. Um, recently someone told me that when they went into a school and asked kids to write down what, we manufacture in the United States, someone wrote blacksmith. And, and that was really interesting to me because 
of all this petrochemical stuff that we're talking about right now that's really big for the state, that can really, really do good things for the state. Um, You know, petrochemicals make everything, coolant containers, your kayaks, everything. And I don't think there's there's not any awareness about it. And I'm I'm really excited about what's going to happen to our state in the next 10 to 15 years with this this um, gas boom. Absolutely, so. I love your enthusiasm for it. It's 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 contagious. So thank you for keep that up. Keep that up, uh, Heather. <laughs> one of the things I, even though our show is called Positively West Virginia, oftentimes I think we can learn a lot about uh, by going through those trials and tribulations in our in our business life. And you you kind of hit on. Um, and I don't know that this is your worst business moment, but I'd like to think about the worst business moment you've had. And maybe it's that time when you went from 40 employees down to six at the downturn of the coal industry. But can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, that worst business moment since you've been involved with your companies and just walk us through that? Yeah, yeah. I, I like to share it with people because I think that as an entrepreneur, people think that, um, you know, the general thought is, oh, I'd love to own my own business. Everybody wants to own their own business. And, um, you know, my husband and I didn't, we weren't big Wall Street Journal readers. We weren't real big into the newspaper. We didn't follow things. We just did, we just turned out coal machinery. And, mm-hmm. and you know, there really wasn't any worry. It just, just came. It just came. Yep. And one morning we woke up and Murray Energy had purchased five of our customers um, from Consol. Yeah. And um, those were our five biggest customers. And so from overnight, we went from basically having these customers to no longer having them Murray rebuilt their own coal mine equipment. Mm. Um, and right at this time, we had had a boom the year before, and I think it had to do with some flooding. Um, the coal mines in Australia were flooded, and mm-hmm. there was a real big boom in the United States for coal. And, and I didn't know that until you know a year later that this is why we did so well the year before, mm-hmm. and now Murray's buying out, and then there were all these. Um, regulations put on coal mining and um, it it just I didn't see any of it coming right. and so we go from we kept too many people too long we, we employed them to do nothing paint the building sweep the floors um, we should have laid off people sooner the problem is is that in this industry it is a truly skilled industry. I mean, I have people that work for me that have worked for me for 20 years and they can fix any piece of a coal mining equipment. If I lose them, I can't get back. Like someone graduating from high school doesn't know that. Right. There's no, it takes 20 years to learn that. So I had to keep certain people and, um, and I had to keep them to basically not work on any, you know, we went from 20 to 30 pieces of coal mining equipment a year to um, six and then to none. And so then, you know, you're borrowing against your house, you use all your savings. Um, we had one, actually we, we did have one piece of a coal mining equipment left and the company was having a hard time paying their bills, the, the coal company. And I remember sitting at car rider line, picking up my kids and um, they would call me to tell me if the check came that day. And I remember them saying the check did come. And I remember sitting in car rider line crying that like we would be able to make payroll and that it would, that it was going to work out that week. And then I remember three days, you know, three weeks later sitting in the same car rider line and them calling and saying the check didn't come and it's not coming. 
and sitting and crying in car rider line to pick mm. up my kids. So wow. um, I think that the, the thing that, that I, the, the biggest thing I learned is that you have to know everything about the business you're in. You have to know every aspect, like we're in energy, you know? So yeah. I need to know about electric cars and I need to know about first energy and how electric cars affect first energy and how the coal-fired power plants affect that because then those are my downstream, essentially, customers because I'm rebuilding the equipment that produces the coal that goes to all these things, you know? I yeah. call it the coal-fired electric car. Yep, <laughs> exactly. No, you're, that's on point. That, what what terrific insight you've given just from that, that's that little lesson right there and just how to be prepared and, and understanding everything has an effect. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it, you cannot I, be blindsided. Absolutely. And I talked to so many people that, you know, you know, you think, you know, we, we always think that business is about relationships, right? And, and it is, I mean, it is, but even these long-term long-standing relationships can change in an instant and if you've got all your eggs in one basket you're just setting yourself up to some degree right and so that that insight that you just delivered right there is is extremely valuable to our audience so thank you for for sharing that sure i appreciate that what would you say is uh heather's the is the one thing that you're um that you like uh or the best thing that you like about being in business in what in the state of west virginia so um so the fact, what I like about West Virginia is that every conference I go to, every um, meeting I go to, and I meet people from all over the state, and, and on sales calls, I meet people from all over the state. Yeah. West Virginia um, has some of the most interesting, uh, most interesting, loving people. Yeah. And and they and they truly care about the state and they truly care about the state 20 years from now yeah. and um a lot of people that i have worked with recently in different meetings and and have you know i've been to talk to a lot of people in groups a lot of the older people that are involved um you know are really concerned about what our economic state is going to be in 20 years and these people will be retired then. So, um, I don't want to say that they, it doesn't matter to them, but technically what do they care? You know, and and they do and they do and they're involved and they're really trying and they're really trying to give back. And, and, you know, maybe it's like that every state in every state, but I really feel like in West Virginia, there's a sense of community. I feel like when I go on sales calls and I I learn about your business and maybe you're not going to give, me business, but I feel like you're my friend then when I, yeah, sure. and, um, and I don't know if I would feel that way in other states, yeah. um, that, that I feel like I have friends all over the, the state, even though maybe we don't do business together. That's a, that's a great so. point. Absolutely. Great point. I want to take a second here, uh, Heather, just to mention some of our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, just like uh, Heather Seifert and her companies uh, in Westover, West Virginia. Heather, um, you know, just 
you know, it sounds like you are really connected. And, you know, you got your finger on the pulse of manufacturing, especially in the energy uh, industry where you serve. What's the vision that you have, you and your husband, for the long term for your companies? So I'd really, I'd really like to diversify all of my companies. Yeah. Um, and and I and I, the main goal always is to make money and to employ people. I mean, that's, that's in any business, right. you know, you want to employ <laughs> people because I feel like giving back to them and the more money the company makes, the more money they make, the more, the happier they are, the, the better their home is, the better their home life is. Um, you know, I really, I really want to be an employer. I want to hire as many people as I can and I want to give people opportunities um, so, so that's really, you know, my goal. Um, and, and I'd love to get into other, other things other than oil and gas and coal. Um, the other big thing for me personally, not sure it's my, not sure that my husband, you know, is on the same, uh, that's necessarily not his goal, but my goal is educating people about clean fossil fuels um, renewables and energy in general. I think there are so much, so many misconceptions about that coal is dirty and that um, uh, gas lines are dangerous mm-hmm. and um, that factories that are being put in um, our state uh, are going to cause all this harm when a lot of times people's vehicle outside is producing way more <laughs> toxic things than any of these plants because we're holding these plants and these power plants and all of these things to such high standards. And, um, and they have to do reporting and they pay thousands of dollars. I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars to do these reports to show how much formaldehyde they put out or how oh, much. Absolutely. Um, you know what I mean? So I, I think a big thing for me is, educating my friends, family, people in the community that, that we have to have power and, um, and, and we, you know, there are clean ways to do it and it's not all bad, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I had a, uh, it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because a couple of years ago I had a, had a colleague who uh, bought a fully electric car and he was so Mm -hmm. proud of the fact that he no longer had to burn fossil fuels to get from, you know, where he wanted to go destinations and i said well you know you realize that you live in west virginia and that that electricity is generated by and large by coal uh, power plants and, and, and the look on his face was just like um okay <laughs> yeah. and i don't think he understood right. like yeah you plug it into the wall but that that power is generated somewhere right and right. Uh, so i love your your uh, your mission of of educating people not only on what you do but the bigger picture, and that goes back to your point a few minutes ago, where you were talking about you have to know everything about your industry, and I love that. You do, excellent. You do, you do. Yeah, yeah. not not to interrupt or say yeah. anything. The battery, the lithium battery. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you Google. I've sure. Oh Google yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you want to talk? We all have these batteries for everything. Our you know our cell phones, but yeah, sure. These cars, and you're like, oh, look at that mine. So you know, it, it, there yeah. are there are challenges to everything, and yeah. and I think that 
um, we all need to be more open-minded um, yeah. about things and actually listen, you know, really listen and really get the facts. Absolutely. And, and that's important. Heather, what's one piece of advice you would give to young people, um, maybe entrepreneurs or people thinking about starting a company or even uh, taking over a family business? What, what's one piece of advice you would give them? Um, so my piece, my first piece of advice is find all of your own facts. Um, that's my first piece of advice. Um, my second piece of advice is, is that, um, you, you don't, you don't get vacation ever, ever. So like you're in Disney world and you're in line for, it's a small world and someone calls you, you have to get out of line and take your phone call. Um, you're in the movie theater with your kids or, you know, whatever you have leave the movie theater and take a phone call. So, um, it's, you're on 24 seven all the time. If your phone rings at 2 AM, you get up and you get your phone. Um, I would say that's, that's the second thing. And I would say that, um, get surround yourself with people who know what they're doing. Surround mm. yourself with people who understand insurance because mm. insurance is like a huge thing. And, and I didn't realize that surround yourself with people who know about IT, know about marketing. Um, there are people out there. They're hard to find. Yeah. And, and you, you know, that's, that's another thing. If, what, recognize what you don't know and leave it up to someone else who does. Yeah. Don't try to be it all. Great advice. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Um, I meditate. Yeah. Um, awesome. and I, um, I, I, I read the wall street journal, um, and I read everything that like organizations I'm involved with, like West Virginia tech connect sends out a newsletter. I, I make myself read that, um, hmm. co-age sends hmm. out a magazine. Yeah. I make myself read it. So whether I take it in the car and read it in co- car writer line or, um, you know, I wake up at five in the morning and I'm looking through it, you know, looking through whatever. I just try to get as much information about what's going on in the state and with other businesses as I can. Yeah, that's great. What's one resource you use in your business, your companies that you just can't live without? I would say QuickBooks. <laughs> there was no hesitation on that. What's what's one book you would recommend for aspiring uh, entrepreneurs and business people? <laughs> so I had to think a lot about that. Um, I think I think that would be a kind of an off the wall book. It's called Radical Forgiveness, <laughs> and oh, yeah. it's kind of a new agey type book. But, it, yeah. but basically, the gist of the book is letting you know that it's only as important as you want it to be. So, you know, your employees mad at you and they're yelling at you or whatever. It's only as important as you make it. And it's only as upsetting as you make it because with this job is a lot of emotional and, um, inter interrelational, you know, like a lot of relationships. Yeah. And, um, and people can make you feel bad and, and, and you can make people feel bad. And I think that at the end of the day, you ha- you can't carry that with you. You can't carry it with you the whole day. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll help you sleep better at night anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we, have a, uh, we have a section on the PositivelyWV.com website that's uh, called Resources. And we put um, 
all the book recommendations that all of our people throughout the, you know, through every episode uh, recommend. And we put those on there with a, a, a link click to Amazon. People can just buy the book right there. So that's, we'll make sure oh, we get that one up there, Radical Forgiveness. Uh, yeah, it's by Colin Tipping. Uh, awesome. Thank you. Um, uh-huh. Heather, you know, if you, you know, obviously you're, you're a West Virginia fan. You love the state of West Virginia. You got your business here. If you could meet anybody in the state uh, who could help uh, maybe advance your company in some regard, who would that be? Mm. <laughs> so um, I'd love to meet every purchasing agent at every coal mine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that would be a, a great thing. Um, I'd like to meet probably the state superintendent of schools. Um, I, I think that that wouldn't necessarily help my business, but would help my personal cause. Um, and, um, you know, maybe even the governor. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've been, I, I've talked to him, you know, I've seen him lecture recently at the energy conference. I yeah. saw him at the Western Union manufacturers conference yep. and I heard what he had to say, but, um, I'd like five minutes of his time, maybe. That's awesome. Yeah. We're all about making connections, so we'll see if we can make that one happen for sure. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, Heather, I want to think. I want to kind of talk a little bit more about um, the companies that you that you have. What what's your geographic market? Uh, is it West Virginia? Is it outside? Is, I mean, what what's your geography that you touch? Okay, so um, progressive. Um, that rebuilds underground coal mining equipment, yeah. and then we do we beef up um, oil and gas rigs. We do yep. a lot of remanufacturing on those. Cool. Um, um, I think I sent you a picture of an oil derrick and yep. that, or a gas derrick, and yep. we actually um, that was in our shop on its side. Oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, it was that was really a, a cool project, and yep. we were very proud to have that. Um, I would say um, our stuff goes pretty much nationwide our coal mining equipment goes nationwide um so for progressive all around um for precision we're more locally based myelin is just wonderful to us and a a wonderful customer and and we um they're 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 great and, and we do a lot of work for them locally um and then we do um you know, some things out of state, but mainly for precision, because it's a machine shop, we do a lot of things locally. Um, performance hydraulics is local because basically you, if your hydraulic hose breaks, you need to go somewhere and get it that day. Sure. You go out of state. And then Phoenix trucking, we haul, um, you know, from Greer to wherever Greer send us, sends us. So local though, like um, we can only go within a hundred miles. Gotcha. Um, of yeah. career. Well, that's great. Um, well, that yeah. gives us a good good handle on that. How do you um, how do you go about attracting new customers? Um, I I go knock on people's doors. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or I'll call. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I have a lot of great um friends who recommend people and uh you know kind of say, well, have you have you talked to them at at Progressive or at Precision? And, yeah. But mainly, I just go knock on doors and say, "Hey, we're here. You know, we'd love to have your work." Yeah, and, absolutely. And, yeah. Well, that's that's great. You know, Heather. In closing, um, what's the best way for folks to you know make contact with you? Uh, you, you know, could you uh, do you have a website or social media? Or? We do. We have a website. It's, yeah. Go ahead and give um, Progressive Industries, and. So everything is on there. All the information is there. Anyone um, can call us anytime, and um, 
you know, call my cell phone, you know, it's on there too. So anything anybody needs, we'd be happy to, to answer or help with. That's awesome. And we'll make sure we have links to that um, in the show notes of the section uh, of the podcast and make sure that we get that, that out for you. Uh, Heather, this has been awesome uh, having you tell the story and, you know, sharing some of your, um, you know, the trials and tribulations you had and how you overcame those and the amazing things that you're doing, not only to promote your companies and employ people and create, you know, create those generations of, of workers there at your, at your company and keep that going, but what you're doing, you know, throughout manufacturing uh, in the state of West Virginia, it's been an honor to have you on the show. And I, I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. I really appreciate this too. Thank you very much. It was fun. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Heather Seifert and her four companies in Westover, West Virginia. Our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And we, of course, appreciate all the comments and encouragement that you guys have been giving us on social media and uh, through email. We really appreciate that, um, myself and our entire Positively West Virginia team. And of course, we uh, encourage you guys to share these stories out there on your social media. Just share the link uh, on LinkedIn or Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever have you. Uh, We really appreciate that too. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.